On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two stocks that are in the market that I feel is completely undervalued right now, and that is the esports market. Both these companies are live stream platforms, which are pretty much tools that are used in that market. And the two stocks we're going to take a look at today are going to be Huya and Doju. And the way this episode is going to be broken down is first, we're going to take a quick overview of what the company does. Then we're going to take a look at their recent earnings. We're going to also look at financial numbers and end with my thoughts. Like always, my name's Jose Naharo. By day, I'm a senior electrical engineer. By night, I'm a self-taught investor. Make sure to check out that merch. I am always looking for places to put money for long-term investments. If you are new to the channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button and don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps the channel out so much and I truly, truly appreciate it. Remember, none of this should be taken as advice as I am not a professional. And before we go any further, go to the comments below and let me know, are you bullish in the esports market right now? And if so, what are some of your favorite stocks right now? While you're down there, you should also see a link to my Discord channel. It's free to anybody that wants to join. And you should also see a link to Weeple. If you sign up and follow that link, we both could get a free stock. And sometimes they even do a specials where we might get more than one free stock. All right, so the first stock we're going to take a look at is Huya. This is ticker H-U-Y-A. Right now, it's sitting at $20.60. And it has a market cap of about $4.5 billion. Just to put this in perspective, Twitch, which is the American version of Huya, has a market cap of about $15 billion right now. So stock price was up 3.4% for the day after reporting earnings. Earnings were pretty pretty impressive, in my opinion. Year-to-date returns are pretty much flat, 3%, and it's right now 33% below its all-time highs. And yes, I'm pretty sure most of you guys are saying, hey, Huya and Doju, they're soon going to merge. Um, So why are you doing a video with both of them individually? Right now, the merger has not happened. And both these companies keep mentioning that, hey, it's not finished until the last paperwork is signed. So obviously, I'm going to look at them individually. But at the end of the episode, I'm also going to mention my thoughts on the overall merger. All right. So now let's take a quick look at what Huya does. And Huya is a live streaming platform, very similar to Twitch, very similar to Facebook gaming, very similar to YouTube gamers where streamers come and stream the games they play. And it's not only about games. It's also they have other different types of genres like talent shows, animes and outdoor activities. Again, very similar to what Twitch does. One thing I did want to show are, are some of the top games for that are happening in Huya right now. We have League of Legends here. We have King of Glory. We have Player Unknown. We have Crossfire. And I'm not sure if you got at Peace Elite. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, but Tencent owns a huge portion of Huya. So Tencent actually gives them games, and it, within Tencent titles. There's already a built-in streaming feature that links Huya to people that want to stream. So Tencent, which is one of the biggest gaming companies out right now, I think it's number two um, biggest gaming company in the world. They have that kind of power with Huya that, hey, when the new game comes out, you can stream directly to Huya with our game. All right, next, I want to talk about a platform that many people might not know that Huya owns. So Huya owns this platform called Nemo. Nemo is another streaming platform. It's very it's very popular in South America and I believe maybe even Central America, but 60% of their audience comes from Brazil. And again, very a similar game streaming platform. One thing I want to say is for those that don't know, 
Huya is owned mainly by Tencent. Tencent is a major shareholder, like we saw previously in the previous slide. C is also owned by Tencent. I think 30% of C is owned by Tencent. Tencent has a really strong game right now with their Garena platform, and that's called Free Fire. So Free Fire is actually being used in Nemo thanks to that partnership of Huya, of Tencent, and C, and it has made it super famous in Brazil. There's also seeing strong, strong number growth in League of Legends, which is another game owned by Tencent, Valorant, PUBG, again, other games owned by Tencent. So this super team that they have with Garena, which is by C, all the games that Tencent has, and all these streaming platforms that Huya has, I believe is just a super team to grow the overall esports world and the overall gaming world in all these different countries. All right, so now let's take a look at their revenue breakdown. So in the most recent quarter, which ended September 30th of 2020, Huya made about $414 million of revenue. More than, I want to say more than 90% comes from live streaming, and that's $391 million dollars about 23 million so not even i want to say even five percent comes from advertising and others and let me just explain the two so live streaming let's say i'm a live streamer in huya and one of my viewers sends me money huya takes a portion of that gift uh, from 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 me right so that's where they make most of the money the second is advertisement there are for just like in every other platform from YouTube and any other video stream, there are ads in between. So that's another form of revenue. The revenue breakdown of live streaming was up 23% compared to the same time last year. And the advertisement business was up 44% compared to the same time last year. Another thing we do mention is this company is both profitable in gap earnings per share and in non-gap earnings per share. Gap earnings per share for this earnings were 15 cents which met in line with overall expectation so now let's take a deeper look at this company's um, most recent earnings the first thing i want to say is quarter three average mobile monthly active users reached 74 millions which is up 16 percent compared to the same time last year and overall monthly active users reached 173 million and that's up 18 percent compared to the same time last year the total numbers of paying users of huya live is also up 13.2 percent compared to the same time last year if you don't know right this is like youtube when you pay for youtube premium i forget what the youtube plus is or you can just be a free member and get all those ads other things we saw this recent quarter is gross margins increased to 22 percent gap operating margins rose to 7.9 percent they have strong cash and we're going to take a quick look at their balance sheet later on one thing they do mention is they right now due to COVID 19 and pretty much the shutdown that happened earlier throughout the year the summer vacation was actually shorter in china and for that reason they did not see the type of growth that they expected to see but they still saw a huge number of growth right we saw monthly active users increase 18.3 percent and total revenue like i mentioned was up 30 i don't think i mentioned it revenue was up 30.8 percent compared to same time last year so that's a huge revenue growth now i want to take a quick look at some technicals and right now i'm just looking to see two things one is it overextended and two are we in uh where can i see some form of support levels the first thing is no doge huya is not overextended right now we can see it was for some time but it did pull back all right so next i want to take a look at where i see high volume 
and I see a lot of volume between $19 and $23. So I do believe this portion will be a strong support and resistance for Huya. Right now, we're sitting, like I mentioned, about $20.60. So we haven't gone below that $19 where I'm seeing all this huge volume. Next, I want to take a look at future growth. So Huya is expected to grow 17.8% on average annually for the next three years. So this is one that I consider super a super growth stock. We saw this quarter being 30%. And now let's take a look at historically. In 2019, it grew its revenue 77%. In 2018, it grew over 100%. In 2017, it, it almost grew by 200%. So historically, this has been a super growth stock right now at the present is still growing at high double digits and it's expected to continue its growth in the upcoming years another thing we can see is profit margins this company just hit profitable in 2019 this year of 2020 we are seeing another trend of being of it continuing to be profitable and one thing i'm also seeing is you can see this gross margins improving as the years progress and that's something you want to see Next, I want to take a look at their balance sheet. Right now, if we take a look at quick cash compared to the beginning of their fiscal year, which was uh, December 31st, quick cash, their cash and cash equivalents increased by about $2 billion. So their total assets is, uh, they, they have plenty of cash. They have about $3.2 billion. And this is in Chinese yuans, I believe. This is not American currency. But again, we're just looking more for ratios and how much it has increased. So they, if we take a look at their total liabilities, they actually have enough cash to pretty much pay off their total liabilities. Huya doesn't even have long-term debt. So this is a very strong balance sheet, especially since they are profitable already. Next, I want to take a look at their cash flow statement. We're seeing cash flow from operations being in an uptrend. It's been positive since 2017. So this company makes money from its everyday business. Its operating cash flow margins are about 20%. Free cash flow margins is also at the same level. Again, right, this is very important, especially if the company was not making money, but we know, right, we have a positive cash flow from its everyday activities. We also have positive earnings and we have strong growth. Next, I want to give my overall thoughts on the business. First, let's just take a quick look at their valuation. Forward price to sales ratio for Huya at the end of 2021 is 2.14. On average, that is actually pretty cheap, right? We can. Uh, I'm looking here at... at Huya's price to sales ratio in the past from year to date, and I don't see it being around two below two any times at, at any times. Maybe here might be like 2.5. So I do think valuation is not looking that bad. Even at forward PE ratio, Huya has a forward PE ratio of 18.05 with non-gap earnings. So I do think valuation is is pretty great, but at the same time, remember this is an international company, it's in China. So uh, investors are sometimes don't are not willing to risk that. And you usually see that with valuation. So now let me talk about what I like about Huya. First, strong revenue growth and his, historical growth, present growth and future growth. There, we're also seeing growth in users in both mobile and non-mobile. Very strong balance sheet, no long-term debt and plenty of cash to pretty much pay off its total liabilities strong merger news right they are going to merge with doju we're going to talk about that later on but this is something i'm very bullish on they are in a strong market the overall streaming platform is one i'm i believe is undervalued right now it's going to continue to see strong growth the charts they show that they weren't overextended and they are in these price levels that have seen a lot of volume so it gives me some form of confidence that 
there is some form of support within there backing by tencent we saw that teamwork with tencent and see and how this company how, how that triple threat is just working in all different types of countries from brazil to china and the next thing is they have a strong cash flow from operations and free cash flow they have positive margins and ha have had it for the past two to three years they are a few things i don't like the first thing is well pretty much i believe everybody is going to mention it is an international company in china right with all the tensions happening that can kind of leave a bad taste in investors mouth the second thing is they just hit profitability in 2019 even though it seems like they will continue to hit profitability they're still it's still so recent to really have some form of trend there if i if i have huya right now and i have a, a decent position i believe it's probably my number one position size but if i didn't have huya in my portfolio I wouldn't mind going in with a nice entry position maybe even a full entry position of of what i normally would go with and right now with my current position i don't mind getting some more exposure to it so i do believe this upcoming week i might continue to add to it but again if you want to know when i buy or what i sell check out my discord channel it's free for anybody that wants to join and i post every time i buy and sell there all right so now the second company we're going to take a look at is dojo but before we do that make sure to check out the link below for seven investing where every month they recommend seven stocks for 17 dollars a month and if you use my promo code jose j-o-s-e or my link you get ten dollars off your first month may i say yes this is an affiliate program but i use their services and would recommend it to anyone all right so now let's take a look at doju so this is taker d-o-y-u i'm pretty sure i'm pronouncing it wrong right now stock price is 13 dollars 80 it's up one dollar and 40 cents um after reporting earnings and after hours is up another 1.45 percent year-to-date returns have been 56 percent a lot better than huya what we saw and it's right now 22 percent below its all-time highs so very similar to huya it is in the similar market and that's why this merger is going to create just a super weapon for tencent in my opinion i think the biggest winner from this merger is going to be tencent who will be able to use this platform to promote all their games and hit different markets so we can see right their website actually looks very similar to Oh yes, I'm I'm wondering if it's because the merger is happening and they're just trying to make things look together. But one thing I do see that's different are the type of games that they have. They have League of Legends, but a lot of Blizzard games and Activision games that Huya did not have in their tap categories. So I believe this is pretty cool. It's probably gonna uh, this if once they merge, it, we're gonna see a strong game, uh, a strong strength in all different types of genres in games let's take a quick look at their revenue breakdown very similar to to huya most of their revenue it comes from live streaming services and that's up 41 percent compared to same time last year and their advertisement revenue is pretty much up only one percent so they're seeing huge growth in live streaming revenues but not that strong growth in advertisement revenues and we can see year after um we can see year to year revenue growth has grown dramatically another thing we can see is doju has just become profitable same time last year they were not profitable they were on a loss but now this quarter and the quarter before they ended up hitting profitability so that's great news now if we take a closer look at their earnings total net revenue grew 37 percent gross profit margins increased by 16 percent 
and now gross margins is sitting at about 14.5 percent like i mentioned they had net income that was profitable compared to a loss last year average monthly active users were up almost 20 percent compared to same time last year maybe even a bit more last year was 163 million this year is 194 million average mobile monthly active users increased by 14.4 percent compared to same time last year and quarterly average paying users grew 12.7 percent compared to same time last year so very similar we're seeing that strong growth like we saw with huya now let's take a quick look at some technicals first is it overextended no it does not look overextended to me next are where are are we in levels where there's a lot of volume going on i want to say yes the major support i'm seeing here is somewhere within that 13 and 40 13 dollars and 40 cents where it's kind of hit its its bottom a few times it hit there earlier today as well now let's take a quick look at technicals so forecasted revenue growth is expected to be 17.9 percent on average for the next two to five years so this is another strong growth company but let's take a look right this most recent quarter was 37 percent revenue growth in 2019 was 96 percent in 2018 it was like 88 percent and in 2017 it was about 150 percent so again very similar to huya we have prof, um strong revenue growth in the past future and present also taking a look at profitability this is going to be they were a bit profit profitable in 2019 was pretty much a break-even point but here in 2020 we are seeing that these quarters are showing stronger profitability now we want to take a look at their balance sheet cash and cash equivalents right now are about 8 billion and let's take a look at it compared to total liabilities this is again way more cat quick cash than total liability so this is a very strong balance sheet as well they also have no debt at the moment now let's take a quick look at cash flow from operations net cash flow from operations just kind of hit positive in 2019 very similar to free cash flow very uh, and this is different to um to huya right huya had profitable cash flow from operations for some time and similar to free cash flow i think it's had it since 2017 where for doju or doji it was just now in 2019 now let's end um let's take a look at my thoughts on doju first let's start off with forward pe ratio forward pe ratio is very similar to who we at right in the low teens doju doji is a little bit more expensive and forward price to sales ratio is as low as 237 for 2021 again looking at the forward price to sales ratio for the past year to date it seems like those are reasonable levels so i do believe it's very undervalued right now so what do i like about doji first strong revenue growth both histor- um, historically future and present we're seeing strong growth in users mobile and non-mobile very strong balance sheet again very similar to huya strong on that merger news they're in the market that i believe will continue to grow valuations in stock price is not overextended and the overall valuation is also not overextended as well they are being backed by tencent as well um they just signed a partnership with tencent to so tencent is going to use is going to give them some of the rights to their games so again that's pretty smart move on tencent i do believe tencent is the one that's going to win overall with this merger what i don't like international country right obviously limit your risk i limit my risk when i'm buying in international companies but that's still one thing i don't like second 
it just kind of hit profitability this year and third it just recently hit positive cash flow in free cash flow and in cash flow from operation so very similar to huya the way i would play it is if i didn't have a position i wouldn't mind entering doju doji with a full entry position um, but right now with my overall exposure to the gaming market especially in china i i don't mind just adding on a bit here and there but i'm not gonna go add a full position just because of my prior exposure before we go before we end the episode i do want to talk about the merger so right now the merger is expected to close on the first half of 2021 and this is going to be the merger of huya and doji and doji will end up being absorbed by huya so every if you own shares of doju of doji you will be giving shares of huya the actual for every one share of doji you will get 0.73 shares of huya now if we take a look at the price right now huya has a huya is twenty dollars and sixty cents and doji is thirteen dollars and eight cents now if we do that form of transaction divided by 0.73 it actually gives doji a stock price of eighteen dollars and nine cents so pretty much is saying hey if you you can either pay for huya twenty dollars and six cent and sixty cents or you can buy doji and at the end of the day you're pretty much paying eighteen dollars and nine cents for huya but but there's some recent news that i was just looking at is current huya owners are gonna get 200 million dollars paid in cash dividends there's about a hundred million dollars there's about a hundred million shares of huya at the moment so if 200 million dollars divided by a hundred million shares that means that every huya every huya share will give you about two dollars of dividends uh, again, this is not ADRs, this is actual shares. So if we add those $2 back into Doju, it, they're actually priced very similar. So at, at first, I thought that Doji was a better buy compared to Huya. But running these numbers, it seems like they're actually equally priced at the moment. And again, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did the math there right. But if anybody wants to double check, feel free to do that. But that's definitely some new news that just came up. But that's something that should one should definitely take a look at. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to hit the thumbs up. It helps the channel out so much, and I truly, truly appreciate it. Take care, guys. Have a good night, and see you next time.